I'm Gary. I'm Clark. And this is the Red Cedar Rundown. The self-proclaimed number one MSU football and basketball fan podcast. On this week's episode, we'll recap MSU's nail-biter against Rutgers and look ahead to some potential bowl game possibilities. We'll also discuss MSU's impressive run in the Las Vegas Invitational and preview some upcoming games. Send us your comments, and we'll be sure to read them on the show. Hi, Clark. I'm here. How's it going? Hey, I'm I'm here. You look thrilled today. I'm just I'm actually excited to watch the basketball game tonight. That's good. Playing Louisville tonight. I think we're gonna smash them. That's that's good. Yeah, I hope they do. They should. I would say. Yeah, it is a road game, which nothing's guaranteed. But you know, it's good to see your loyalty back on the side of the Spartans after this weekend's game against Texas. Uh, my loyalty's never never changed. I'm not sure what you're quite referring to. Well, just in the group text, I believe you stopped watching the game. I mean, I know it was 25 to 6, but... Yeah, it's called changing momentum, Gary. Getting your mind off of it. Look what happened after I changed the channel for two minutes and came back. I'm pretty sure they came back and won by double digits, so you're welcome. Hmm. I didn't realize you had such strong powers. Michigan State powers. You're welcome. Regardless of your special powers, the important thing is that we won the game. It's all that matters. And they looked extremely impressive. We won a trophy. Yeah. This early in the season, back-to-back seasons, mind you, in preseason tournaments. Yeah, hopefully the conclusion of the season works out better than last year's. I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Yeah. Very promising uh, all around, I would say. You know, we need the backcourt to be playing at a high level for us to win. We don't quite have the talent necessarily in the front court we had last year clearly with losing jaron jackson and miles bridges but we're going to need langford and winston to be operating at that level are the we, entire season are we talking basketball first here are we switching things up today gary yeah why don't we i'm fine with that the football team deserves to be put at the end yeah i don't even want to talk about them to be quite honest with you well we still got to talk about them but it'll be gary talking solo everyone I mean, let's talk about this uh, this first game that we saw against UCLA. Tell me your thoughts on that. I mean, it was pretty much a dominating performance. An absolute just shit-kicking. We, we just, oh, it was great to see. Yep. We're up 51-26 at halftime, blowing them out. Tell you what, I was a little, I, I, I felt like we left our foot off the gas a little bit at the beginning of the second half, but then Matt McQuaid just comes in and just does the Barry session at the end. So The finisher, Matt McQuaid. <clears throat> Hey, man, a lot of good things to take. I mean, at UCLA, they're a very young team. Right. That's what I was going to say. This is a game that we're supposed to show. We're, we're the pers- veteran team. We should blow them out. Exactly. With, we start all juniors and seniors. We should blow them out. Yep. I bet Nick Ward, their seven foot one freshman they had in there. What was that kid's name? Uh, it was, I don't remember. I'm not going to pretend like I know his name. It was something brown. I can't remember. He's seven foot one, though. He's a beast. And Nick Ward just bodied him. He just he, we, Kenny Goins was getting rebounds over this kid. That we, our physicality was on another level. Yep, and I think young we teams bu- can't handle that. Yeah, I think we bullied them big time, pretty much the entire game, big time. And then they did know, get blown out, sort of. They I think they lost by sixteen in North Carolina, but I believe they were they winning hung really yeah, tough. I think they, they were, were winning at halftime. Half I think yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think they're a top twenty-five team just yet. I mean, I think that's a team that if they're young, they're going to need to mold into who they're going to be. But we won that game the way that we should have won that game in blowout fashion. Yep. And I was very pleased to see that. I mean, Cassius was, he looked unstoppable in that game. 
like he was just toying with them. He looked like it was a pro guard playing against high schoolers. It was there was nothing they could do to stop him, and I I loved seeing that. Yep, the Texas game a little bit different story. Still turnovers an issue with this team. Jeez, yeah. Why do you think I turnovers in the first eight minutes in that game? Why do you think I changed the channel? To it was stop. tough to watch. They tu- I think they turned the ball over five minutes in the first two minutes. It was it was absurd. Yeah, that was that was very hard to watch at the beginning of that game. Yeah, like I said, ten turnovers in the first eight minutes grew to a twenty-five to six lead, and then we pretty much dominated from there and on the out. Josh Langford show. Yeah, did he score? and Cassius Winston? Did Josh Langford score in the first half? I don't know that he did. I don't know. I think he ended up with twenty-seven or twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. And twenty-nine. They may have all been in the second yeah. half. I think either 27 or 29 all came in the second half. He I know. was unstoppable. My God, I've never seen him shoot like that. That's the five-star talent we've been waiting for. That's what we've been waiting to see. Yep. That was awesome. I think when Winston and Lankford are shooting the lights out, we're pretty much unbeatable. We can beat anybody. Yep. That's what it's going to take, especially, like I said, our front court. You know, Nick Ward is still dependable for the most part, but, you know, we're going to definitely be relying on the backcourt. And the strength of Lankford and Winston. Yeah, I mean, where was Nick Ward in that game? I mean, I guess we didn't rely on him too much to shoot, but he only played 20 minutes in that Texas game. Right. uh, And he only had one personal foul. So that just lets you know that Tom Ezzo found, obviously, Xavier Tillman played a little bit bigger role, I think, defensively. And I think offered a little bit more uh, than Nick Ward did. But Aaron Henry, I think, is the one that really stepped up in that Texas game and started to right the ship for us and uh, allowed it to... you know us to come back and then our point guard and our shooting guard just took over the game and we were unstoppable from there on out yeah it was a very positive uh tournament for the team and we'll hopefully be able to keep it rolling like we said tonight the game will obviously occur when you guys are listening to this so we're expecting a win so we didn't feel like it was worth prediction yeah Yeah, we're not going to need to do a preview since you're going to be listening to this after we beat louisville Exactly. And uh, there are some other very positive things, like I said, about the front court. Uh, Kithier, definitely more contribution to the team than I was expecting this early on, especially. I I was expecting maybe a red shirt from him. And he's looked very solid. He's definitely been another body they can throw in there. He's a guy that, uh, and obviously, if Ward gets in early foul trouble, you get him in there. He's, you know, scrap for rebounds, and, you know, he'll give you five fouls, and I'm fine with that. That's what I'm saying. He's another big body that can uh, score and be at least somewhat dependable. Bingham continues to show off his shot. That's yeah. a sweet, sweet stroke. Man, He, I feel like he's going to break in half every time he's on the court, but he, <laughs> he's still, you know, he's he's holding his own. He's still getting some rebounds here and there, and like you said, he's got a, a laser shot, so got to keep him in there and get him some minutes, and hopefully he, he hits the weight room in the, pr- in the process I'd of like all this. I'd like to gain about 30 pounds between the beginning and this season and next season. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be excellent to see because yeah. he's certainly going to need it. Any pounds would be better than what we have currently. But, yeah, some big games coming up on the docket for Michigan State. I know we got Louisville. We got Florida as well coming up, don't yep, we? Yep. But uh, that one? we got Rutgers Friday, which isn't a big game, but first Big Ten game of the year. And, oh, yeah, I just wanted to mention Winston did get co-Big Ten Player of the Week this week for his performance in the Las Vegas Invitational. I was kind of surprised that he won the MVP of that tournament yeah, over had, Josh Langford. I think he actually tweeted out that Langford deserved it over him. Okay. so he's What a good leader. Yeah, good to see. And then we got uh, Iowa coming up on Monday, which will be a big game. Better than expected. That one's at home, though, I believe. Yep, it is at That's home. That's good. 
um, tip next Monday. No one Monday. likes playing at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Yep. So we'll Place actually, just we'll actually be hole. able to give, um, you know, we'll have the result of that game by the time the next episode airs as well because we'll probably be recording next Tuesday. So Nice. Maybe do a little preview before that Florida game. Yeah. Nice. So, you know, the team, you, I would say the whole, entire Big Ten is – is surprising right now. If you look at the rankings, like I said, the net I, rankings. I, did you see those ones? Which yeah. is like the RPI, basically. Ohio yeah. State was number one. Yeah, that I was mean, a little. It's, I don't it's know about too that. early to to make those type of. I think Michigan's a very good team. I think you. I think they are, but I think you need to still collect more data before those type of those rankings analysis. That should be like the college football playoff kind of right, deal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's hard to you know you, the the statistics have to or the data that they're inputting. You know, you have to get a lot more results before you can make. You know, inferences. 100% agree with you on exactly. That. Yeah. Um, but no, just in the AP ranking alone, you know, you you got like Wisconsin, Purdue, tons of teams that have jumped into the rankings and have started off pretty hot, mostly undefeated Iowa. or one loss. Yep. Iowa won a tournament. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So you got five or six yeah. teams that are ranked now uh, from the Big Ten. So that's going to be promising. A lot stronger conference than last year, and I I think the weakness of the big 10 hurt us last year i mean not only the weakness but also our schedule last year hurt us and yeah. probably hurt our seed in the end of the day no doubt about it so you know having a strong conference is only going to enable us to get more quality wins and i think texas is a lot better basketball team than a lot of people yeah. think because they 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 beat north carolina pretty good and they're they're ranked this week as well i think they're a top 15 team if i'm not mistaken yep so yeah it will be uh it'll be very interesting in this big 10 season so I'm expecting a lot from this team, though, after the the performance this weekend, and hopefully we keep it rolling. And I just like to see a little bit more consistency with Matt McQuaid's jump shot. I mean, I mean, I guess we don't really need it if Cassius Winston and Josh Langford are shooting the lights out like they have been. But there's going to be a night when one of those guys is off, and we're going to need McQuaid to step up. So yep. I just like. I guess I'd just like to see him be a little more confident when he's out there shooting the ball. He's definitely a streaky shooter, for, for sure. But is he our backup point guard at this point, from I mean, what you've been seeing? I mean, I mean Foster's, Foster's really not ready, I don't think. Um, he just doesn't seem like he's he's up to speed yet with with yeah. the college the college gameplay. So He'll get there. He's definitely going to be a work in progress, and we're going to need him in the future. So, you know, He'll get there. I yeah. Mean, it, yeah. I just don't trust matt mcquade handling the point guard duties nope. I, I think that's why we'll see cassius winston play big minutes but I, uh, I think it's a good thing to have winston play a lot of minutes i mean yeah he might get a little bit more tired but sure. i think it, i think you it gives you more cohesiveness with the offense and i think bodes well for you I know mean, i think one thing that helped us playing games in back-to-back days was that Izzo rested a lot of his starters for the second half of that UCLA game where Texas's starters played pretty much the entire game against North Carolina. Like, just looking at the minutes that they played, Langford and Winston played 25 minutes each against UCLA, and Winston played 37 minutes against Texas, and Langford played 35. So they basically never came out of the game against right. Texas. Yeah. And I think us having fresh legs definitely made a difference in that game. Well, I mean, we had to... They, they, we, they, were, they got out to the big lead, and you know, we just wore them down and came back and yep. took what was ours. Yep. Well, I mean, even in the UCLA game, Izzo was able to get a lot of players in because it was mostly a blowout. Yeah. So sure. that definitely helped um, prepare us for that second game. So, yeah, some exciting uh, matchups coming up, like we said, starting with Louisville tonight. So hopefully next time we have this episode we'll have three more wins added to the and we're eight the and one column. on the season that'd be great yep rolling uh close into the winter break time so 
Yep, basketball team is great. Definitely a breath of fresh air. Did you real quick before we get into the the dark side of things here? Did you see that Vernon Carey did announce a top three? Yes, I did. Uh, as expected. As expected, Michigan State was in there. Yep. But I'm saying the other two teams also <laughs> as Duke expected. And North Carolina. <laughs> big surprise. But, but one thing I will say, Isaiah Stewart, the other big time center in the class, just went on his recruiting visit to Duke. Seemed like he had a really good time. Both have said they're going to announce their decisions in the coming weeks here, probably in the next two to three weeks or so. I really think one decision hinges on the other. And I'm really counting on the Spartans splitting one of those two and getting either Vernon Carey or Isaiah Stewart. Pay attention to it. I think we're getting one of the two. I don't know which one. I, but prefer, I just got a feeling. I mean, I'll take either one. I just, I'm not got, a be fa- I just got a feeling we're getting one of the two. They're both top. They're top six recruits in the country. So I'll be. I'll take either one. Yeah. That would be big. For, we, we need uh, Quick to little la- recruiting tidbit. Yeah, we need to land some big players. It'll be interesting to see what happens uh, with this class. Also, with- Rocket Watts did not sign his letter of intent. Don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did see that. Apparently, he's saying there's nothing to worry about. He said, you know, he's still 100% committed. It just makes you wonder. It does make you a little nervous. If you're 100% nervous. committed. You know? we, we need it. We need a good guard. So that would be. We need him on our team. Yeah. He's an explosive scorer. We're going to need him after we lose Langford and Winston. Yeah. So that's and, I was just going to say. Even add him. Add him with Langford and Winston. My God. Yeah. That's that's trouble. So hopefully we uh, retain his commitment and he signs later on in the season. Uh, but he does seem to be recruiting other players to want to come here to play with us. So. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I've seen, especially from some of the other visits. He's been an integral part of the the visit and meeting with the uh, other recruits. So. so for the time being, let's not push the panic button. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, there's no harm in not locking in. True. But, it, I mean, if you are 100% committed, what's the, what's, yeah. what's the hold up? Yeah, what's, what's the, the reason? Up? I mean, I personally think it's because his ranking's going up and he's probably seeing if he's going to get any more offers from the big boys. Yeah. The Blue Bloods. I mean, why wouldn't you? I don't blame We are him. in the Champions Classic. We are. We're a Blue Blood. Yeah. We're a Blue Blood. We have a Hall of Fame coach. We're a Blue Blood. Exactly. As long as Izzo's at the helm, we're going to get, we're going to get a look at from all the top recruits. All right. Let's get into it. You want to get into it, Clark? I particularly do not want to get into it, but you can definitely start us off here. The good news is it's the last regular season game. Thank God. So, And we won't even have to talk about them for a few weeks here. But as we know, Michigan State squeaked out a win against Rutgers. How impressive. The bottom barrel of the Big Ten going toe-to-toe. Just embarrassing. Extremely embarrassing. Not even worth getting angry about. Just be like a parent when you were a kid. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. It's embarrassing. I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, the pro- that's that's the worst game. I didn't see us play that bad when we went three and nine. That was the worst football game I've seen Michigan State play in. You know, honest to God, like since I've been watching Michigan State football. And I didn't even watch it. I watched maybe 10 minutes of the game because I went downtown to go to the Red Wings game. But the 10 minutes that Appreciate I saw. your honesty. And from what I heard from others, it's the worst we've played. Rocky Lombardi is not a good football player. I'm just going to say it. Nothing against the kid. I appreciate him being a Spartan. And he tries his best. But 19 of 43. I'm pretty sure he had a very similar stat line the week before. 
and I don't blame him as much for the week before because our quarterback, our coaches were trying to throw in like a blizzard. So I thought that was stupid. But that's that's. I mean, you already know our offensive coordinators are a complete moron. And I'm starting to doubt Coach D'Antonio at this point. Yeah, he still seemed very combative after the game about yeah because it's his buddies. That's yeah, why. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I think he said he knows the wolf is at the door, so he knows that fans have had enough, and we're not going to take mediocrity from this team any longer, especially on the offensive end. And maybe it's worse than that. But going neck to neck with the worst team in the Big Ten, that has to be the last straw. Should have fired. What, what, what could have happened? We could have lost to Rutgers. What, then you fire everyone. If we'd lost to Rutgers, I would have expected D'Antonio's resignation the next day. That's that's an inexcusable loss. I do want to quickly note that I almost predicted the exact score of the game, and I predicted. What did you a, predict? Fourteen to three, 14-10, and I also predicted a Cody White touchdown, which also did Very happen. Very nice. Very nice. Just want to get back, that in. Just want to get it in. Bounce back nicely there. Thanks. Thank God I don't have to do another one until the bowl game. I'm probably not even going to do one for the bowl game. But the one lone bright spot of the football team, it's got to be Josiah Scott. Yeah, two picks, I yeah, believe. Yep. Game ceiling pick. Yeah, exactly. Kid's a stud. Yeah. We missed him all season, and we still had a top 10 defense without him. Unbelievable. But it's glad to know that he will be back next year uh, with this defense. I would be so upset if I was a member of this defense and I had to go out there every single game and they keep us in every single game until our offense just sucks and can't do anything, can't score touchdowns. I mean, we what was this? We were close with Michigan in the third quarter until the defense got tired because they kept Ohio State. Ohio State's punter just kept pinning us deep. There's nothing we could do. I mean, that was just... Well, we could have done something in the first half, as we've talked. Sure. But, I mean, the defense did everything they could in every single game this entire season. No, I'm not arguing that at all. No, I know. Coach D has got a decision to make, and it should have already been made. I mean, I don't even think it's just Dave Warner. I mean, you you got to re-look at the entire offensive coaching staff and retool it. I'm I'm talking top to bottom, retool it. Stanton, offensive line coach, probably needs to be gone. Both offensive coordinators. Don't we have co-offensive coordinators? Yeah. Bowman and uh, Warner. Idiot. Yeah, they both need to be gone. I mean, he's going to have to clean house and start fresh. And, I mean, what it is is you can't keep hiring your friends. you got to fi- hire somebody from the outside that has, you know, modern ideas. Like, look at what all it took to beat Michigan, what Ohio State do. Indiana was more competitive against Michigan than we were. They were in simple crossing routes. Ohio State took what Indiana did, and then they amplified it to another level and just smashed Michigan with it. We weren't even close to doing anything like that. We ran nothing. We we lined up in our pro-style offense, tried to run the ball, tried to run the ball against Michigan's rush defense. Come on. Come on. Well, I guess to maybe play a little devil's advocate, I mean, Ohio State also had success running the ball against Michigan. They also have better athletes than we do. Right, but I'm saying, I mean, they they thoroughly beat them in in all phases pretty much i mean they threw five touchdown passes they made they made it look way too easy right and Which, <laughs> but that's what i'm saying that was great to I, see i said it last i was pretty happy yeah, that would, happened yeah i mean we both predicted ohio state winning so um we both kind of felt it suck it michigan fan i don't feel bad for you kishin at suck all. it kishin dean the only ones that are probably listening um I I've, I wanted to leave names out of it, but you know, Gear, he likes to take it to the next level. 
Uh, I, I I haven't I've kept my mouth shut. Keep Indy tax. clean. Keep Indy clean. Indy stays clean for one more year. Uh, Northwestern. Northwestern uh, made the Big Ten title <laughs> game though this year. Who hasn't made it yet? I, I, Do you know I, who hasn't made it? Yeah, I saw. I want to find this tweet. Can we hold on one second? Let's. Uh... So <laughs> here it is. <laughs> so after this weekend, there will be eight Big Ten football championship games seven teams have participated those teams are ohio state michigan state penn state wisconsin nebraska iowa northwestern mostly solid yeah pretty much the top of the big 10 then we have uh the seven teams that have not made the big 10 enlighten me who are they rutgers indiana purdue Eh. illinois maryland minnesota say it say it and Michigan. What an elite unit to be a part of. What an elite unit to be a part of. It's got to be tough to hear from Michigan. No, I'm, I couldn't feel any better than I did after they <laughs> lost. I can't tell you how good of a feeling it was to watch them have their hopes and dreams shattered once again. No fan base in America deserves it more than you. You know why. You deserve it. Blame nobody but your coach. We'll see you next year when it happens yet again. Yeah, it definitely made me uh, feel a little bit better, even if we would have lost to Rutgers. I would have been at least slightly happy. But I mean, I would have been upset if we lost to Rutgers. But I mean, I'm already, there would have been a I shining it, light at the end of the tunnel because we sucked no matter what. And I just live for them losing, and it makes me feel better. Call me a hater. Sure, I'm hater of the year. I don't care. It made me feel good. And I think anybody that says they're a Michigan State fan that was rooting for Michigan because the right thing to do is to root for the state is an idiot and a liar, and you're not a true Spartan fan. So if you listen to this podcast and that's the way you feel, go ahead, unsubscribe, and don't listen anymore. Ouch. That's fine. I only want the real ones. Keep listening, guys. Keep listening. Unsubscribe, then resubscribe. (laughs) But uh, but I wasn't kidding. Another another side positive thing that also just was announced today is Kenny Willickis, Big Ten Smith Brown Big Ten Lineman of the Year, mm, very deserving. Yep, hell of a season. And I also believe uh, Joe Bacci and Kenny were also uh, Wait, first team it, it All wasn't Big Ten Revenge Tour. Didn't win it. The entire Revenge Tour. Little Chase Little Chase Winovich didn't win it. Blonde hair don't care. Chase Winovich didn't win the award. Uh, let me double check. Nope. Oh, didn't wait. Win. No, he didn't. That's right. It was Kenny. Led the Big Ten in tackles for loss. Very deserving. Former walk-on. Also won team MVP, I believe, at the award banquet as well. Very deserving. Very. Proud of Kenny Dub. I believe we have him back next year, too. Do we not? Yep. Oh, boy. He's going to be a monster. Cannot yep. wait. Definitely. That's the, th- the one silver lining that we can take away from this entire shit show of a season is this team is still young yeah the, and the defense pretty much all comes back if yep. i'm not mistaken yep i mean we lost a couple one of the dowels Need healthy lewerke back uh, well, kahari we gotta get who's gonna step up at wide receiver other than cody white who else do we have out there 
I don't know. Got some young guns. Hopefully no more Sowards returning punts. We got Jalen Naylor. I'd like no, to see. No, what do you mean? Sowards, you heard he, he's getting a six-year of eligibility. Stop yep, this. You didn't hear this? No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Stop I, it. <laughs> Stop. Yep. So there you go. There's there's another one to back up Cody White for you. Come on, man. Why are they even applying for a six-year of eligibility? Do we cut both of our tight ends after the game? Saw Soaks caught a touchdown. Yeah, he's done. Soaks was a senior. Oh, dang. What a shame. Oh, no, but we get Dotson for two more years. Yep. Great. Looking forward to it. Maybe Dotson will make a giant leap next season. Not going to get my hopes up, but we hope for the best. He was a big-time recruit. I do know that. Yeah, he was. But we also have a pretty decent class for next year, so... Think it will be hopefully a Big good match. Dubs. Hopefully, are we going to bring in someone outside of the box of what Mark D'Antonio likes? That's the real question for uh, offense. I mean, I hope so. Jeez, man, we're the most predictable team on offense the entire season. Run up the middle, run up the middle, third and long, incomplete pass, punt. Jet what sweep. do you do? What do we do for Jet quarterback? Sweep. Jet sweep. Brian Lewerke, a hundred percent. I'm okay. back on Team Lewerke, a hundred percent. Okay. I'm ashamed that I even left it. Okay. Absolutely disgusted with myself that I even left it after watching Lombardi the last two weeks. I think, I mean, why didn't we even see Theo Day in the Rutgers game? I honestly want to know that. Well, because it was we almost lost the game. We're not going to put uh, true freshman what in. Was, uh, what was our boy doing that it was showing us anything to make him leave him in the game? I don't know. I don't Completing know. under 40% of his passes? Lewerke actually did have a throw that game. I saw an interception. <laughs> That's great. On a botched field goal. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Even when he's not playing quarterback, still throwing picks. Still picking it. But something uh, we don't really want to talk about, but I still feel like we should talk about it, is uh, our bowl game possibilities. And as crazy and as shitty as our season has been, somehow we still have an opportunity to play some decent teams. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, I mean, there a lot still... Um, can happen specifically regarding Ohio State if they make it to the college football playoff. It'll definitely affect the bowl pecking order. Who cares if Michigan goes to a Rose Bowl either because it doesn't mean anything. It's stupid. You didn't win the conference. Don't want to hear it. So a lot of people right now are still pegging us to go to the Outback Bowl, which is, is kind of crazy. January 1st Bowl? Yes, it is. Don't belong there. We don't deserve it. But that's where we could go. And we'll play an SEC team and get yep. smashed. And so the S- SEC smashed. teams that I've seen – uh, analysts predict us at four are LSU, Big time Texas A and M, Kentucky, no. and Missouri. Oh my God! Well, all losses. Well, unless we all. fire Dave Warner between all. now and then and get a new all. offensive coordinator, losses. That'd be the only way I see us winning all any losses. of those games. Uh, the other option, as I think I said last time, is the Red Box Bowl, and we'd be playing either Stanford or Cal. I don't even know anything about Cal, but we won't beat Stanford. Yep, and the uh, last Hopefully, there's actually two other I'd like balls to play a Big I've Twelve seen. team because they don't play defense. Yeah, no, no, no games against Big Twelve. We're either playing SEC or Pac twelve or maybe ACC. What about Mac in no. the Little Caesars Pizza no, Pizza Bowl? No, actually, I did see someone pick pick. It's the Quick Lane Bowl now, but I think so, I saw someone pick us against uh, Boston College in Detroit. Yep. Would you go? I don't think I'll be here, but it depends when on is the it? I don't actually know and I don't I'm going to Florida for Christmas, so I won't be there. Okay, good to know. And then the other Just bowls, a quick tidbit. Thanks for those listening. Thanks. If you're wondering about my travel schedule. Thanks. And the other uh is the Gator Bowl, Missouri and South Carolina. Then the other crazy one was the pinstripe bowl against Syracuse. So 
a lot of different options and possibilities still out there. Sounds and like a whole bunch of suck. Yeah, that's what it sounds, sounds like, like to me. Like I said, unless we make some sort of turnaround between now and then, but look at, I mean, I just still can't understand. We dominated Washington State thoroughly at the end of last season. And look at them this year. Top 10 team. Top 15. I Coaching. think they lost to Washington. Coaching. It'll be interesting to see what adjustments coaching staff can make between now and the bowl game, and hopefully they can uh, end the year on a positive note and make us feel a little bit uh, happier about Michigan, the stats of Michigan State football. At least we have basketball. I would say if Dave Warner, that this is his last chance. and His last chance? No, there are no more chances. He needs to be fired now. I mean, I think he needs to be fired, but if he has another terrible game in the bowl, in the bowl game – there, the list, he shouldn't even be allowed to no, coach the, the bowl game. The noise is so loud right now, it's going to be even louder. He shouldn't be allowed to coach in the bowl game. Not even him. Fire the whole offensive staff. Let the team call their own plays. Let Lewerke run the O coordinator position. He probably knows a hell of a lot more. <laughs> I can't even disagree. Uh, so... Let's get into the mailbag. Yeah. The mailbag questions are slowly trickling in. Yeah, I saw that. So some late responders here. Yeah, some late responders. So we're gonna just basically Joe V, number one fan of the Red Cedar Rundown, just mm. going cr- crazy with questions out here. We're gonna have to cut it to a couple. We're gonna cut it to a couple. So the first question he asks is, "What would our final record be with a middling seventieth offense?" Even thinking about how pitiful it was makes me mad. Nine and three. We would have beat Nebraska. Would have beat we Nebraska. We would have beat Arizona State. Yep. We would have been nine and three. That's an ugly nine and three, but we would have been nine and three. Yep. Yeah. It's still mind blowing how we lost those games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not because of how off off our offense yeah, is, but exactly. Just, I, I agree with you, Joe. It just makes me extremely angry to think if only upping our offense to seventieth in the nation would have netted us at least two more wins. I mean, we didn't even need to really do much against Michigan. Are, we could have won. Those are games on the schedule that you look at, and you don't you expect Michigan State to be ranked in the top seventy in offense. They should. They're a power five team. Uh, those are games on the schedule you look at, and you go, "Those those are wins. You need to win those games to have a good season, to put yourself in a position to try and be competitive against you know the better teams on your schedule, the Michigans, the Ohio States." Nine and three. That's what I'm sticking with. Yep. Uh, and like I said, I have to agree precisely with that i almost want to give us a 10 and 2 record i think we could have beat northwestern yeah but i'm just gonna stick with nine and okay three. okay get, i don't want to get greedy all but, right i'll read the next joe v question okay here, and we're gonna cut him after this one yep, because he's he's gonna go with two today um i've already offered my opinion on this Final opinions on the Lewerke Lombardi sitch. After a hot start, Lombardi cooled off big time. Gary, what's your final opinion on it? I think if you have a uninjured Lewerke, I think I agree with you. I think Lewerke needs to start. I think he has more tangibles, and I think he might have, you know... <sighs> It was really disappointing because they did not utilize Lewerke as they could have, especially in the run game. And I said it a lot that they were really like holding him back. And I think if they get it back to how he was his first year when he or his first year starting the entire season, which was last year of 
running the ball yeah. and really creating confusion on the defense, and that really opened up the passing game, having him as a uh, another running attack. Lombardi looks like a linebacker playing quarterback. He's a big boy. Yeah, that's an understatement. But at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know what they're seeing in practice. I think you got to still I mean, analyze them every day. He's obviously hurt. He's obviously hurt. Right. So we're going with the worky. Both of us are. Cement it. If I had to say right now, Lorkey, I, I guess I'm going to take a uh, another step and ask a side question to, or an additional question wow. to Joe's question. Okay. Who's going to start in the bowl game? I mean, if he's healthy, hopefully Theo Day. <laughs> Divine child product. <laughs> That's who I'm calling for. Who do you think's going to start, though? You think Theo Day is going to start? Or, uh, and who do you want to start? I'll, it will be I a two-part want question. Cody White to start at quarterback. I think Rocky Lombardi will start at quarterback in the bowl game. Unfortunately, I think there's no point in risking long-term health for Brian Lewerke, and you just when, leave yeah, him we benched. don't know the extent of his shoulder injury. But I don't. I don't think it's that serious if they were able to start him, unless it was some situation where doing surgery would basically. What do you mean start him for the bowl game? Uh, like against Michigan, against the games where he was still well, injured, he might have gotten hurt more since then. I mean, I don't, I don't see how that's possible. He didn't play after that. But the thing is, neither of us really know. But I'm exactly what I'm saying is it could have been an injury where maybe you know it, it would get worse. It could have gotten worse, but maybe that he'll have to have surgery or something like that at the end of the season. So I'm sure we'll find out all that information. Ooh. But I feel like they, if that were the case, they would have already gone through with the process right now. To like this the next, next question here came in from at Uncensored Stal on Twitter, also known as Andy H from Detroit. Did MSU leave Vegas with their trophy or did the commissioner of the Invitational keep it and refused to give slash send it to them gary no i think i saw them on the court taking pictures with it did yeah. you see it confirmed back in east lansing uh yeah i think i saw some pictures tweeted out from the michigan state basketball Rose, twitter account you were wondering your trophy's still here at gary's i'm staring right at it right now i know where this question was attacking it was attacking me i'm the commissioner of our fantasy football team and the trophy from last year was never adequately sent to the winner because it was received at the beginning of this season. So, and there was other obstacles and co-conspirators that were were involved that prevented possible sanctions incoming. Anyways, on to the next question. So another, uh, another fun question, and this will be our last one for the show comes from Patrick in Lake Orion, Patrick B. Ah, Patty B. Patty B. Yep. And this is a non-football or basketball-related question. Does pineapple belong on pizza? As a pro pineapple guy, big pineapple guy, I want to get the RCR input. Yeah, I, you know, Patty B, I would definitely agree. Uh, I'm a pro pineapple guy. Um, not the fullest pro pineapple not guy. Not the fullest pro pineapple guy, but I like it on a spicy pie. I'll tell you that. If you're ever in the middle of the summer down on a farm in Tennessee, you see a spicy pie stand, you got to get yourself a slice. Let me tell you, it's money. It's money. It's a little heaven on earth, a little slice of heaven. So I don't regularly order it when I get za, but do I like it? Yes, I, 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 am, I am for the pineapple on the pizza. I think I'm a huge pineapple guy, I would say. 
Gary's a big pineapple guy. And uh, actually, yeah, adding on to Clark's, the spicy pie, which is pineapple, bacon, and jalapeno has got to be one of the better combinations. As crazy as that sounds, call me crazy. It's amazing. I'll, I'll be crazy, too. It's a good, good pie. Good spicy pie. Little slice of heaven. So I know this is a big debate amongst people about pineapple, but it's not even close here at the RCR. This is our input. We are pro. Hands down. Pineapple. Stamped. Stamp of approval from the RCR. Locked in. So one last quick shout out, actually, to the MSU soccer team. Ah, yes. Got to give a shout out. Yes. <laughs> so making it all the way to the Elite Eight. Let's which, get to the Final Four. Hey. What the hell? Let's do it. Let's go win the whole damn thing, huh? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's huh? get some national. Get it. some more championships. Do it. So look R- out R- for R- that next banner. game. Natty time, baby. Let's go. Let's do it. Another quick shout out, really quick before we go. I did promise a few of you that I would be mailing you some RCR swag. We have some extra stickers. I did not forget about you throughout the holidays. I just did not have time to do it. I will be trying to do that in the next couple weeks, so be on the lookout for those that I promised that to. Yep, and if anyone else out there wants a little special swag mailed to them, feel free to shoot us a Twitter comment or an Instagram comment or Facebook comment, wherever you can reach us, and we'll try to make that happen if you just send us your address. It works. So, thanks for listening. As I continue to say, every episode, tell your friends, tell your Spartan alumni. Tell them all. Tell them all. And uh, we'll be uh, continuing to do these episodes for you. And we'll be, I'll, next episode, I'll kind of lay out the schedule coming up because there will be some lulls in the basketball season. So we might have a couple weeks of hiatus. But, uh, you know, we're going to try to do as many episodes as we can for you. So with that, as always, go green, go white. <laughs>